What's up, friends? Before we hop into a fired-up Friday show, got to tell you about our friends over at Light Shade Dispensary, where they've got Escape Artists, which is the highest award topical brand in Colorado that prioritizes quality and consistency. They have ratios available in 1 to 1 and high ratio CBD 20 to 1, and you can get this at any of their 11 Denver metro area stores. And they've got 420 specials this week going until April 26th. You can get their five best-selling products at buy one, get one for $1 over at Lightshade. And like I said, they have 11 convenient locations, and they just opened their biggest and best, their Barnum location, one block off 6th Avenue and Federal Boulevard. It's not only a biggest store, but they have specialty products not offered at other locations. So check them out. Use the code DNVR for 25% off non-sale items over at Lightshade Dispensary or online. So check them out. Lightshade Dispensary, code DNVR. VR. Ryan, let's hop into the show. Number one for the one and only DNVR. Two goes out to Zach Mazarke at the bar. Three for Mr. B in that old trophy case. Number four we're still waiting for. Well, bring on the chase. Out on the field, my Couple with brick, brew and a friend bleed orange and blue to the bitter end. Come and join us, DDNVR. We are DNVR. We are DNVR and we are live from Studio A here at the DNVR bar. And today the A stands for. Hmm. Are they telling the truth? <laughs> yeah, there we go. I like that. That's, that's why he's my guy. He's always got my back. Are they telling the truth? Of course, um, George Payton's pre-draft press conference today, did he start off with the same joke that John Elway always made? He did not, nice, but I mean, what a nice. perfect transition to what we're going to be talking about today. Yes, John Elway <laughs> always said, I don't know why we do this. So I'm not going to tell you guys anything at the beginning of the press conference. And what's great is then John would go on to tell us stuff. He would, he would, <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. He's, I, you know, I think uh, he's just a gossiper. He is, yep. He yep. Loves, In his heart. Yes. And he's like, well, if it's to 35 people with a bunch of cameras, I don't really care. I'm still going to spill the beans. It's so true. It's so <laughs> true. Uh, but it was GP up there today. And he plays things a lot closer to the mm -hmm. best. He does. So we're going to have to dive into what he said and what we can actually take from it uh, in just a second. But first, a shout out to our presenting sponsor, MSU Denver Online. msudenver.edu slash online where you can scope out all they have to offer. And they have a lot to offer. 750 total classes, 45 plus online and hybrid programs. If you're looking to further your education while working a full-time job, there's no better place than msudenver.edu slash online. My boy, Ryan, the vibes are so good today. Always good to talk to the general manager, then come straight here to the bar, talk to you, talk to the people. And I, I like where the conversation's going to go. Yeah, I love that George Payton is just one of us. Mm -hmm. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. I uh, don't have to talk about the quarterbacks anymore. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah. one of us. He's also like, the oh, the best one. The best one was, um, yeah, during the first day of the draft, we're just going to watch Russell oh, Wilson highlights. Man. Fantastic. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I that should it. be our entire plan for oh, our DMVR like draft that. day live. We yep. just 
we all intro it. Yep. We'll say hi, and then we'll just say, roll the clips. We'll toss it to Russ. <laughs> Let him take over. Yes, exactly. That's what people want to see, right? I know. Unfortunately, we are, we're not allowed to do that. Yeah, we're not. You know, he did talk about John Elway. Uh, Darren Moogie, the assistant general manager who was with him, was asked, what are the differences? But Mike Kliss put him in a really tough spot. So what are the differences between uh, John Elway and George Payton? He said, I'm not going to do that. Then, you know, he went to give on a very, very political answer. And George just cut him off and said, John's got a better arm than I do. So he was talking about like conservative versus liberal? Right, yeah, I think so. <laughs> in terms of how much they're willing to trade in the draft. Ah, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, George Payton was actually kind of on a heater today. I also mm-hmm. like, unlike the Rams, we like our picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, he, he had some bangers. Yeah, he did. And uh, called out Mike Kliss actually by name once. Was he? Was it when he was talking about KJ Hamler's recovery? It, it wasn't <laughs> that. Oh, I can't remember. If I remember, I'll bring it up. So... Quickly, just to discuss that because it's on my mind. Yesterday, Mike Kliss put out like I think it was a, was it a mock draft? I actually didn't catch it. Okay, um, I think it was either a mock draft or like a players to watch for the Broncos. And he put out uh, I believe the player's name is Tyquan Thornton, okay. who ran a four two six at the combine, um, and said something along the lines of KJ Hamler's recovery was far more complicated than the Broncos expected, and it was more than the ACL, so they don't know when he's going to be back. Uh, and so this guy could be on the radar for them. But at the same time, George Payton comes out today and says, KJ Hamler is well ahead of schedule in his recovery. Well ahead. So are you buying it from George Payton? Yes. You are? Yes. Now, the only, I, I have pretty much every reason to believe George Payton in this, except when they signed Randy Gregory. They didn't tell us Randy's about to have uh, a, a surgery that's going to sideline him all off season. Yeah, but that's not a lie. He not just didn't tell us. Is I not see. A he lie. was asked directly about KJ, yeah. and he said that. And the, th- the reason why I will believe this is we've seen KJ running routes with Russell Wilson. KJ is not sidelined so far in this off season program. Now they're they're doing very basic things. They're lifting. They're doing some very basic route running. But we've seen him run routes with Russell Wilson in those hype videos that Russ has been putting out. There you go. So it's clearly not to the point where he can't run. Right. Um, I am sick of of routes on air videos. Officially, I'd never yeah. thought I would get sick of that. Um, Especially, but, it's the same thing. It's like well, Russ can throw the ball deep. Right, he's just throwing like seam left routes to right, Jerry Judy. Left and right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think I would get sick of that, but I'm like, can I just see like a defender in the picture? Like they can even just Not be it. dancing in the middle of the field. The only defender I've seen in Russell Wilson's uh, Instagrams is actually one last night. Oh. Pat Sertan was sitting behind him in his box out at Ball Arena. Oh, okay. So he went box. Peyton went courtside. Yep. Uh, where was Hackett? Hackett was courtside behind, behind the hoop. Behind the basket. Yep. But actually not even behind the basket, next to the basket, because he was literally front row. All right. Yep. Uh, which ones would which would you have if you could have any of the three? Peyton's. Yeah. 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 Sure. And does it make sense that Peyton Manning is the actually, one with the best seats? We can't be sure those weren't Stokely seats, and he That's invited. That's very Peyton. true. It's very true. <laughs> yes, Stokely was kind of the star of the show too. I've never seen Peyton go courtside before. That's why it's up, yeah. for, up for question. He yeah. usually likes to sit like ten rows up. Yeah. Mid court. Um, Maybe those were all sold out. These were the only tickets he can get, and he just had to take what he could get. Which I don't understand why you would do that, because courtside, you're completely protected yeah. from yep. dealing with people. Yep, 100%. Maybe he likes dealing with people. Maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, boy, you had... Thing. 
it was really cool how many Broncos were out there. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't just the big names. Then you also had Justin Simmons, who I guess is a big name. You had Kareem Jackson. You had Ronald Darby. You had Pat Sertan. Uh, and and I, I couldn't even picture all of the people in Russ's booth because it, it was it was packed full of Broncos. I got to be honest. I'm a cynic uh, at heart. I don't trust I don't that they were that. there like uh, cheering on the Nuggets. They were there. Yes. To be there. Yeah. They were there, like, yeah. and I bet some of them would be like, yeah, you got to watch Steph if you get the chance. You know, that's what I kind of always wondered about Peyton. Peyton's, a, uh, I think Peyton's a legit Nuggets fan. Okay, big time. Yep, he now, literally once called them my Nuggets. I love it. Now, he was at the Rockies game last week wearing that big Colorado Rockies chain. Think he's a Rockies fan? No, I think he's like the rest of us. He likes to go to Coors Field. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess if you pre- he them. wants them to win when yep. he goes there. But he's a, he's a bud guy. He is a bud guy. Yeah. So how does that work? Does he not drink? I think. Can you not? Is it? Imp- probably is impossible to get a Bud Light at Coors Field. I would think so, right? I honestly don't know. I've never tried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just go for Celsius. And this is to Kate. We got here from KJ Hamler somehow. We did somehow yes. get here from KJ Hamler. <laughs> uh, tough game for the Nuggets. I'll say that. But <sighs> yeah. I, I don't know. Like I said before the game my expectations had dropped substantially. I was like, I just want to see the team play good basketball. And they did that. And it was competitive. Yep. And at least it was that. And uh, it was a good season. I mean, for everything for they Jokic. had to do. Exactly. For everything <laughs> they had to deal with. Yep. It, it Making the playoffs and where they did. Yeah. The only take I would have is like, maybe you should have just rested Jokic the whole time. Mm, yeah. No, but then, but he, then need, we he needed have the back, second back MVP. MVP. Yep. And he took his game to a whole other level. I'm only joking about that. Uh, and you know, you look at like a team like Golden State, and we're, we won't go too deep into our Nuggets analysis here. But <laughs> the reason why Jordan Poole is Jordan Poole right now is because he got to play a ton last year. He might never have played quite that much if it weren't for all the injuries they dealt with last year. So maybe we look at like Bones next year and say, well, he got all that playing right. time. It's very true. So yep. there's my silver lining. There's the silver <laughs> like lining it. guy I like, coming We out. have to have that on a Friday. Exactly. Silver linings Friday. Uh, all right, let's jump into a little more fact or fiction here. You give me something George Payton said, mm. I'll give you fact or fiction, and you can, of course, chime in, too. Two huge takeaways from this press conference, in my opinion. So let's start with those. Ryan, the Broncos will not be moving up into the first round. It's just too hard and too far to do that, according to George. Absolute 100% fact. Mm, okay, okay. No, I, The only reason why I would actually think it was fiction is because of how willing he was to say that. I asked him the question, and I kind mm. of expected him to shoot it down, and it end know. up being it like be kind of yeah. a non-starter question. But he was very just straight up about it. Uh, he said, I would say it's more likely we move up in the second. It's going to be tough to move up into the first. Uh, and I was surprised at the honesty. I thought, is he being too honest right now? Mm. So is, is too much honesty a lie? Well... <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> um but Trying i will say this to a relationship you, there you could make the case that you can't trust a single word that george payton ever says because he's always playing a game right and i respect that about him um you know i'm not gonna come up here and be like i can't believe george payton lied to the media <laughs> right, you know like right. I've, I've been around here enough yeah. to know it doesn't do him any service to be honest with us mm-hmm. uh and no one's gonna like hold it against him if he you know pulls off something cool We'd he trades into it. the first yeah. round and gets a good player like yep. we're not gonna be like wait a minute he said he wasn't gonna yep. do that yeah. so um but i do think just straight up it's not necessarily even possible for them to do it without sacrificing a lot in the future something they've already done mm-hmm. and i don't think this draft class is strong enough 
for let's say a player to be there at 28 that you think oh this guy increases our Super Bowl chances this year exponentially and a, a little tidbit that Peyton and, and Moogie threw in there was this class is is really deep in the draft yep. in terms of like day three picks because there's a lot of guys that didn't go into the draft last year because of COVID that held over for this year so the back end of the draft is really deep and as you said he loves that can you give me the story about the um, of George Payton's mystery child? Not to be confused with Pat Bowen's mystery child. <laughs> I'm talking about the ninth pick. Where did this ninth pick come from? Mm, the mystery ninth <laughs> pick. That's where he called out Mike Kliss. Uh. He said, uh, and I mean, he started it. I think it was one of the first things he said was, uh, contrary to many people's belief, Mike Kliss, we have nine <laughs> picks in the draft. Uh, and mystery yes, child. This, this ninth pick, I mean, pretty similar to Pat Bullen with yes. eight, nine. Yeah. Uh, so everyone thought the Broncos had eight picks including the Broncos How can themselves. this happen? How can the, this happen? The Broncos were tweeting things about yes. a couple months ago this offseason, how they had eight picks. and We this, thought George Payton was crazy. What doesn't make sense is I guess somehow the Trinity Benson trade wasn't like properly filed to the NFL or the NFL didn't properly track it or something. So when the Broncos got a pick back, it just kind of went away. <laughs> Except it didn't go away. George Payton knew it didn't He's go away. Gonna, yeah. And then so when you like went on to see how many picks the Broncos have, that one just kind of vanished. And then so what a couple weeks ago, George Payton got it out to the media that no, 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 we just checked with the league. This pick is still here. It's still ours. So thanks, Trinity Benson. Wow, what a story. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe that happened in 2022. You got to imagine how happy that made George. Well, he knew it was there the he whole knew time. It was there it's all. like it's like Pat. Right, he knew he knew it was there. <laughs> he did know it was there. So to everyone know, else, it's like, whoa. Do you know what number that is? Uh, it's a seventh round pick. Okay, I need to find it out because no matter who that player is, their new nickname is the mystery child. The mystery child. I love it. Now, is that good news for that player, player or bad? Uh, they're in the will. They're in the will. Yes, which means very good. News. <laughs> it means really good news. Uh, all right. Let's go back to fact or fiction here. Mm, so a little tidbit in here is he – so we talked about how too hard to move up in the first. Now what about – I would say it's more likely we move up in the second. Um, I would say that's fact that it is more likely. Still going to say unlikely for oh, me. Oh, now here's where we disagree. I think they are going to move up because George then kept touching on things about how – you know, I'm going to be antsy, but I'm just going to have to calm myself down when the draft is flowing. But I think he's going to be antsy at 10. I think he's going to be antsy at 30. Oh, I think he's going to be antsy be watching at, Russ highlights. Uh, it's, okay, well, 33, he's going right, to be right. antsy. 41, he's going to be antsy. And you know when he's really going to get antsy is the night after the first round. When he's looking right. at the board and saying, oh, my God. Yep. Seven players that I love are still there. Exactly. And I just don't – I think he's going to hold himself back enough – but then he's just going to bite. Because now, the Broncos, if they package number 64 and 75, their first two picks in this draft, they could, according to the draft value chart, they could move up to right around 40, 41, 42. That's where the draft value chart is. I'm not quite sure George wants to give up both of his picks in order to move up there, but I could see him using 64 and one of his fourth-round picks to move in five spots ahead to where someone is at pick 59 or something. I could see that, too. I could see that, too, for sure. Um and again, I, you know, we talked about this yesterday, the day before. If you do that, 
you still have a second round pick, a third round pick, yep. a couple fourths, right? <laughs> yep. Um, so it's not as if you're going to sit on your hands for a while, which I don't think he ever wants to do. No. So you would actually be kind of spacing things out more evenly right. and getting a better player, you assume. Yep, exactly. Uh, now, one more thing on this trading. Do you buy or factor fiction that, and I'm going to say it how George said it, we can also move back? Um, <laughs> fact. Wow. Fact. Fiction <clears throat> all the way. He's writing fake novels out here with that one. If the second round was like the first round where it ends and then you have to like leave. Mm, right, right, right. Um, then I would say it's fiction. They're yeah. going to make that pick. Yeah. But you could just pick 10 minutes later. It's fair. Um, and if you don't love the board at that moment, you didn't end up trading up. And we know how much he's going to want to gather capital for next year. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to be looking for a trade back at every pick. Um, because I just think that George Payton is looking at, what do they have four picks next year? Yep. He's looking at that and saying, I have to stock up and next year. Now next year might be a little more top heavy and left less depth heavy. Um, we'll know more obviously, you know, six months from now about haven't that. Dove into the draft. Next I, year I haven't gone into uh, 2023 shame. yet. Um, but I definitely know it's top heavy. There's a lot of mm -hmm. really good, really good talent. So you, you do want to have ammunition going into next year. I think it's a it, I think it's a real possibility that he just keeps going back, going back, going back, going back. Maybe not with that first pick, but every time a pick comes around, they go back like three or four spots, pick up a fourth or fifth for next year. Completely agree outside of that first pick. Th right. This is like a girl telling you, I don't kiss on the first date. So you're like, okay, I understand that. <laughs> but the second date's open. Uh, and you get to the very end of that second date and you're like I have to, you know, this is, this is my opportunity. You're talking about I the really, second round. Second right, date. right, right. And you're like, gotta, this is my opportunity. You know, yeah. she told me I could here. I can't push it off till the next round. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I think that works. I think that works. Because as Vic, as Vic said, uh, you know, men have urges and, uh, oh, Vic said that. yes, he did. He was talking about players like going out during COVID and uh, stuff. Wow. Yes, yes. wow. Yeah. And that's how he phrased it. Oh, I'm so glad <laughs> I don't have to hear Vic Fangio yes, put his foot in don't. his mouth anymore. We don't. Uh, now a very, now the second biggest takeaway, Bradley Chubb, Ryan, George Payton said something very interesting today when he was pressed on if there will be a deal for Bradley Chubb, he said, We've got a, he kind of paused and he said, we've got a lot going on right now. We're focused on the draft. We're focused on the offseason. We'll see how that plays out. So how I take that is, that is not good news for Bradley Chubb. Oh, that's bad for Brad. Mm. Um, I, I heard that and cringed yeah. because I know not has nothing to do with that quote in a vacuum. It has to do with what George Payton said when he was asked about Justin Simmons. Ding, 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 what ding. George Payton said when he was asked about Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick. Every single time he's been asked about someone that they eventually got a deal done with, said, that's one of our top priorities. We're talking with his people right now. We're going to get something done. Yep. And for him to say, we're really busy, which sounds like a John Elway quote, <laughs> yes. um, is very concerning to me mm -hmm. uh from a from a bradley chubb standpoint i completely agree with that being said we know the deal bradley balls he's gonna get a contract it may not end up being here but it will definitely be a lot more likely um i would love to just be like a fly on the wall and just hear like what george payton thinks of that draft pick 
on, on just on its face. Right. I, I completely agree. And another thing to add fuel to that fire is when asked about where the draft is the strongest, he said edge is the number one position in this draft. He believes he can get that at around where the Broncos are. Uh, and then he said you can't have enough pass rushers. So here's the factor fiction thing. If we take a pass rusher, it has nothing to do with Bradley Chubb. <laughs> fiction. <laughs> Big fiction. Yeah, yeah. And now, if they take a pass rusher in the sixth round, yeah, that does have nothing to do with Bradley Chubb. But we're talking about a premium position here. And if it's the best position in the draft, means it's top-heavy, means it's also deep in the way George views it, in a second round, you should absolutely be able to get uh, a player there and a stud. Randy Gregory signed up for longer than Bradley Chubb. Yep. He's a starter for, yep. for, for the future. If you draft a guy, no, George, that's a lie. This is about Bradley Chubb. Yeah, and and even if it's the least bit about Bradley Chubb, if that player comes in and balls, it 100% becomes about Bradley Chubb right. because then you say he's expendable. Yep, exactly. So this draft really could be the Bradley Chubb draft, how the Broncos truly view him. Remember Shane Ray and Shaq Barrett when they yeah. drafted Bradley Chubb? They were like, oh, yeah, we see how it is. Yep, exactly. We know what's going on here. Yeah, and I think I even did an interview with Shane where he was like, yeah, I mean, it seems pretty clear that like I'm not going to be back next year or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Um, so if they go at 64 or if they move up from there and draft a pass rusher, we're all kidding ourselves if we don't think the first thing Bradley Chubb is thinking is this is right. 100% about me and I'm probably not going to be here next year. Um, and and George Payton is lying to say that it wouldn't be about him at all. I agree. And Bradley Chubb is betting on himself this year. And if you want to bet, check out our friends nice. over at DraftKings Sportsbook, where I don't know if you can bet <clears throat> on yourself specifically, but you can bet on your sports knowledge. You could bet on yourself in terms of, yes, yeah. I know enough to win. Yeah, exactly. And if you get in on one of the playoff games, all you have to do is bet $5 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You get $150 in your account instantly that's all you have to do you don't even have to win that bet so ryan risk-free bet put five bucks on the nuggets uh on sunday afternoon while you're down here at the bar and if you win well there you go yeah or no matter what happens you get 150 dollars in your account and you're gonna want that money not to bet on the warriors the rest of the way but to bet on the abs because playoff hockey's about to start and what a over. fun thing to get into so head to the app store now download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code dnvr when you sign up to get 150 dollars in free bets by placing a five dollar bet on any playoff game that's code dnvr over at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba must be 21 or older colorado only new customers only minimum five dollar deposit restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 it's gonna be kind of weird Hopefully this doesn't happen, but it likely is going to happen. To have to turn off playoff mode for a few days. Yeah. Before after the Nuggets, before the Avs. Right. We've never had to do that because this is the Olympic break year. Yeah. Um. So so hockey playoffs got pushed back a little bit. Usually it's just there's something just waiting for you right around the corner, right? Nuggets yep. are out, Avs are still going. Yeah. Um. Now we're gonna have to like turn off playoff mode, then crank it all the way back up to ten. When, and everyone knows, I don't care what sport you're a fan of, playoff hockey is the best, if not just arguably the best. Um, but, like, it's a whole different – It is. Like, I, I blame playoff hockey for every gray hair on my head. <laughs> Especially when it's this team. Yep. With all the expectations and hype and how good they are. So, if you want to get in on that playoff run – 
we won't sh- we don't bandwagon shame here like if you're just a broncos fan you live around town and you're like oh, i'm down to get into hockey for the playoffs prepare your heart uh first but come down here hang out at the bar there is one more nuggets watch party at least mm-hmm. uh on sunday that should be a fun one so if you want to make sure that you get to a playoff watch party um before it ends come hang out on sunday hopefully there's another one after that that you can come to afterwards but if not make sure you come see us between now and then or come see us for the abs playoffs it's the absolute most fun thing um i like i didn't even buy a nuggets playoff ticket this year because i was like i just want to be at the bar yep exactly it's the best place to be and you're gonna need some athletic greens in your life when you're powering through Mm. this playoff push because your heart it it is it is good for your heart and you're gonna need that coming up uh i mean we got we got so many things coming up where you're gonna need to feel great and athletic greens provides all of that what it is ryan you're getting 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and antigens to help you start your day right and all it is one little scoop and your cup of water in the morning boom you get the vegetables probiotics everything you need to feel good and it's less than a cup of coffee uh, every single day you know how people say like oh that you you should start the day by making your bed because you like accomplished something right right (laughs) first of all i disagree with that take entirely Mm. but i think you should start your day with athletic greens for the same exact reason you're like wow I did something super healthy to start my day. Right, exactly. And all it is is drinking a little cup of water. And I actually, I like the taste. It's, it's a green scoop too. you put in. To me, it tastes just a little citrusy. It's got like some citrus fruit stuff going on there. Definitely doesn't give off like the grass. No. No. type of thing that you sometimes get no it doesn't and over seven thousand people agree with us because they have over seven thousand five star reviews so make sure to check them out it's all good stuff too there's no gmos there's no bad ingredients all nope. healthy and if you use the code dnvr over at or go to athleticgreens.com broncos you'll get five free travel packs and one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin d with your first purchase that's athleticgreens.com broncos you make the bed in the morning no i don't I don't. I'm also the first one out of bed, so I'm like, ah, it's not really my uh, responsibility. Yeah, that's good. You know? That's good. I am too. <laughs> um, I've never. Uh, I'll never understand that. I'm not against anyone doing it. Hey, if you want to do that, that's that's on you. I'll never understand it because you're just gonna get in yes. and ruin it later. One hundred percent. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know when and people say like, oh, there's just something good about getting into a made bed don't understand it to me i don't destroy my bed either it's not like when i wake up the sheets and the pillows are across the room so it's not like it's a mess no it's just a a sheet folded back so what's what do i'm accomplishing by just putting that sheet i mean i mean you can pull it forward i guess but like it's like my parents have like 74 throw pillows that go on there i'm like what are you doing yeah you put those on just to take them off yep i i got one for behind my head yeah, that's it. As yep. long as it's functional. Yep, exactly. They just they're just throwing these things off yep. the bed every night yep. and then putting them back in the morning. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> None at all. And then some people have like their own couches for their throw pillows, and it's like, whoa, what are we doing here? Uh, yeah, it's almost oh, like you're no adding more stress to yourself in order to make yourself feel better about accomplishing something in the morning. I'm just like, I'm not going to accomplish that. Because I'm not even going to put that out there for me to do. Makes it's a it's a weird thing. Again, <laughs> if you do it, a lot of people do. It's true. I'll just never understand it. Yeah, we won't we won't understand, but we will judge. We yes yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's keep it rolling here. Factor fiction, man. Factor fiction. The Broncos. This is going to be a defensive draft. I'm going to put it out there like that. Mm, okay. Well, there's not that. Where, where would you draft on offense other than tackle? That's the only spot. So. 
here's what here here's what George Payton said about tackle, which was the only position he talked about on the offensive side of the ball, outside of talking about how he doesn't need a quarterback. Uh, he said in the first and early second, there's some good tackles. So factor fiction mm. that if the Broncos draft a tackle early, it's because of a trade up. Fact, fact. I think it would be one or two guys that they have their eye on. They slip. They say, "Hey, let's go get them." Yep. Um, but I'm gonna say fact. The Broncos go a what would it be? A sixth, fifth, sixth straight draft. Yep. So 2018, 2019, 2020, 21. This would be the fifth straight draft and almost the sixth straight draft because they didn't draft any after Garrett Bowles in 2017. Right. So fifth straight draft. Um, 34th straight round (laughs) without drafting a tackle. I don't think it happens again. What? This is going to be, have to be the biggest thing where I say trust in Peyton because it's something that I'm going to disagree with, but he's, he's proved everyone right that, that he's the guy to do this. And I do just have to trust him right now, but this is going to be the biggest thing I'm putting my faith in him. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to trade up to the early second. I agree. And so then George Peyton saying, Yep. There's no other guys after that and, that they love. And what this tells me, too, is it's a first. They, they like only the first-round guys, and maybe one of them slips to the second round. So it's not a guy that is mid-second round that could fall to the end of the second round. It's a guy you're going to have to jump up early in the second. And we know he loves uh, RAS scores, mm-hmm. and tackles with high RAS scores just aren't dropping. Yeah, 100%, without a doubt. All right, let's move on. Man, Russell Wilson the pure joy and excitement that George Payton has for Russell Wilson is pretty darn cool because fans are so fired up. We've been hearing so many fans chime in, giving us their story of where they were when the Broncos drafted Russ. George Payton has one when of those they stories. traded for Russ. Or yes, yes, when they traded for Russ. George Payton has one of those stories. In fact, I think every day he walks into the building and he remembers exactly what Russ is doing. And let me just read you some quotes that George had about Russ. He says, we love having first-round picks. We love having the early second-round pick. But we also love having a franchise quarterback that sets the tone every day in the building. I come in here. He's here working. There's a reason he's great. All the players and the entire organization are watching. Mm, love that. Yeah. There's not really a fact or fiction there, but uh, it's so great to hear. And, you know, there's an old saying, LTG, love the grind. Mm. I legitimately believe that Russell Wilson loves the grind. Like he, that's what gets him going. Which is just crazy to think about that. And you know who else loves the grind is George Payton. Yep. He is in the office I don't want to say 24-7, but as close to you can be to that as possible over this past month and especially this next week. And he just loves it. He says this is this is the best time of the year outside of the, outside of the season. This is what he lives for. And he's working all the time. And well, it's just it's awesome that now in the building, you're run by a general manager that feels that way, and you're run by a, a quarterback that feels that way. Absolutely. And he's really good at it. You know, mm-hmm. it's easy to like things that you're <laughs> yeah, good at. Yep. But also, it's got to be a really cool thing to be on that side of the phone when you get to call someone and tell them, like, you personally just made their life dream come true. Yeah, it's really true. And then you got to do the other thing in training camp. But right now, you get to to make people's dreams come true. So here's a fact or fiction regarding Russell Wilson. He was asked, uh, do do you feel pressure – to draft people, especially earlier in the draft, that are going to have an impact right away. Because with Russell Wilson, Great you're question. in Who a draft. That? I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, you're in a draft draft now mode or win now mode. 
And George said, and here's a fact or fiction. I don't look at it as a window. Russ is a young 33. He wants to play into his 40s. Huh. Fiction. Oh, see, no, I'm going fact no, here. No, I'm not saying that the, the thing about Russell Wilson yeah. uh, is fiction, because I, I, believe, I believe he wants to play into his 40s. Um, I'm saying it's, it's fiction that he doesn't see a window. Mm. You obviously are not, like, last year you could have drafted a player who you thought wasn't going to be great for two years. There's just no way you're doing that anymore. You're drafting guys who you say, does this guy help us get closer to winning a Super Bowl right now? Unless it's like an Ojabo right. where you're saying he doesn't right now, but he helps us a lot sure. later. Sure, sure. And I'm not going to hold you to the Ojabo because he is the exception. But do you expect pick number 64 to contribute this year? Oh, 100%. So if it is a tackle, let's say one of their tackles somehow slides to 64, uh, do you expect him to be playing starting right tackle? Uh, tackle's a weird one. Okay. Uh, especially with Billy Turner in the building, it kind of works out perfectly where you can say – He's here for one year, and then it's up to you know the new guy. First of all, I don't think they're drafting tackle there, so I don't think this will come up. But just throw him in and become a four-way competition. You know, no one's going to get any meaningful reps, but uh, it'll be that's what I would expect. It becomes a four-way competition. Maybe he wins it. I would lean Billy Turner. Okay, very fair. And the last factor fiction from here. Real quick though, I expect anyone drafted in the top 100 to contribute this year. And the Broncos have three picks in the top 100. That's 64, 75, and then 90. 496 I don't yep. remember which one it is but one of those man that would be huge especially with a draft where you don't have any glaring needs you can go through every single position and there's not a glaring need entering the draft pretty nice so if you're able to get three contributors that'd be just another home run from George yep okay last one quarterbacks in the draft mm -hmm. George Payton said he still broke down every single quarterback in the draft fact or fiction fact uh first of all i think he probably did a lot of that work before they had russell wilson yep um second of all they're the most fun to break down mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. third of all you're gonna have to play these guys eventually and, ah. and that's the number one thing um that i think this comes down to is you want to be able to go to uh ijiro ivaro and say hey here's my scouting report from um you know uh malik willis Go, from when he was coming into the draft um he absolutely scouted all those guys and he absolutely uh he absolutely is is not is giving the i can hear you guys <laughs> you're so loud we had some banter back uh, behind us telling us we're wrong are not the funnest position. quarterbacks suck to break down it's the very last one i would ever want to break what down. A, i have no interest in even looking a at quarterback yeah. If I could only break down quarterbacks and never look at any other position, I would take that option. Yes. So you would you would like looking at a, a defensive tackle more than a quarterback? Oh, easily. Wow. Like running backs and linebackers specifically are yeah. the best. Those are the funnest. Yeah. You know, safeties, uh, quick twitch players, but quarterbacks, all they do is drop back and throw the damn ball. There's nothing <laughs> fun at all about quarterbacks. That's a terrible take, but you can have that on your podcast. Um <laughs> All right. Do uh, we have any more fact or fiction? Um, well, with that one, with the quarterbacks, one of the things he said, which was interesting, because I completely agree with all the points that you touched on, but he said, well, I'll see you break these guys down because one of these guys may be available in three to four to five years. And you I thought, huh, wait. 
Russ is playing 10 more years. Are we talking about a backup here? Are we talking about Malik Willis uh, moving to wide receiver oh like God, John Elway thought about Lamar Jackson? Are we talking about just in case something happens to Russ? And I, I'm touching wood here, but I found that very interesting. Like, yes, you do your due diligence. I just personally wouldn't have thought about it in that way. Um, yeah, it is interesting. But you definitely just want to know your opinion on someone before you do anything, you know? Yeah. Um, so whether it's going into a game against them, whether it's they become a free agent and you want them as a backup, whether it's, you know, Russ has you by the balls uh, and he decides he wants to go somewhere else and now you're in the market for a quarterback, you need to know what you thought of these guys from the beginning. A lot of times, though, I think it can be a bad thing. Like, let's say you were really high on Mitchell Trubisky in the draft. He's proven that he isn't good in the NFL. Right. But you can convince yourself based on what you thought all the way back then that, oh, it was something that wasn't his fault. Yeah. Which Trubisky is actually an interesting case study. I'll be really interested to see how he does. But if the Broncos signed Mitchell Trubisky and didn't trade for Russell Wilson, how would you feel deep down inside? Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. And that's a really good point about not being not being able to adapt. The good thing is I think George Payton would be able to adapt to film. Although we did see he went back to what he thought of Teddy Bridgewater from five years ago when he brought him in last year. Uh, and that certainly had some influence on him getting the starting job. But I think he was right about what Teddy Bridgewater was. Like, I think they got Teddy and Teddy was what they thought he was. Yeah, yeah. And fair. in fact, that's you fair. could even make the case that he was better than they expected. That, yeah, he had the best season of his career. And they learned a really valuable lesson. Doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't Does matter. Does not matter. If you don't have a star, matter. you have nothing. And just one of the cool things is, again, George just gushing and really disbelief that he has Russell Wilson. And just his honesty really made it show just how much he is impacting the building. Because George even said, just like every player we've talked to has said, he's, bring, he's changing the energy. He's changing the culture. And just one of the quotes, he said, we have a franchise quarterback who brings it every day. He was asked about, "Are you? But you're a draft guy. You're a draft junkie. Do not. Does it bummed out a little bit that you don't have a first and second round pick?" And he said, "No, because we have the franchise quarterback that brings it every single day." Love it, I love it, and he's yep. right. Yep. And all of a sudden, everything is going to be way more fun yep. for a long time. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, uh, let's give a shout-out to Green Mountain Dental Group, uh, the best damn family-owned dentist group in the metro area. If you need any work done, just head 15 minutes outside of downtown over there in Lakewood where Green Mountain Dental is. They'll take care of you like family. They'll be calling to check in on you after you get some work done. Uh, or if you just need you know, a cleaning x-ray and exam, do that, and they'll hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush, which is, first of all, a great product, but also a kind of an expensive product uh, when you do so. So hit up our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. Yes, and you got to check out our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery because they have the beers of the playoffs, Ryan. I mean, they have a beer for the Nuggets. They literally do. They pretty much have a beer for the Avalanche with their Avalanche Ale. It is delicious and perfect time for that, and it is 85 degrees today, which means it is absolutely the official start of Strawberry Sky season. Mm. It is the time to get in on every single Breckenridge Brew, and if you're at the bar, we're going to have you hooked up get hooked up with that member beer as well good company seltzers are in the bar which are fantastic you got to try the apple pear and then also if you're not at the bar check out the breck beer locator on their website to find out how close and how many breckenridge beers there are to you you know when you overplay a song and then you get sick of it but if you come back to it a year later you're like yep. damn this is a banger yeah that's how my like rotation is with mm. the seltzers i i latch onto one yeah and i'm like that's the one i want every time and then i 
I'm moving on. So like I've moved, I started at Honeydew and I've gone all the way through everything else. Apple pear was my last one. Yep. I'm super in on apple pear yep. right now. Yep. Me too. And I'm going to drink it until, uh, until I decide I don't like it anymore. And then I'm going to go back to Honeydew, honeydew and then I'll just start season, the cycle yeah. all over again. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go. And you can do that here. You can get a, 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 a bucket of good seltzer or good company seltzers and maybe you get a variety. Yep. And you go around that circle that it's taken, what, you a year or two to go around? You can do that in one night. You can. Yeah. And then you decide what your favorite is and then you start you the cycle. There you go. <laughs> By the way, you mentioned the weather and all that. Strawberry sky season. Having the first grill night tonight. Oh, man. So stoked Fantastic. For it. With the Navs game to cap you off. Exactly. Avs game. Go have like a, a good company out there. Yep. Yep. Uh, hang out. Listen to some tunes oh, in the warm weather. Watch the sunset. And this 85 is certainly a good company over ice. Oh, of course. Yep. Well, all good companies are good companies over ice for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This Even is a pro freezing. tip. Yep. trick. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to questions and comments. And first, let's touch on our player Uh, profile. One week, Ryan, until the Broncos make their first pick in the draft. George Payton's giddy. We're giddy about it. And let's hop in because we still have a few more guys that could be there for the Broncos at pick 64. And today, let's talk about Houston edge defender Logan Hall, going to be a defensive lineman for the Broncos if they draft him in the 3-4 or in the 4th, in the 3-4, yes, Mm 3-4 defense. 6'6", 283 pounds. He's a beast. According to our draft guys, his strengths, he's versatile to play all the way up and down the defensive front. Explosive first step. His weakness is he's a potential tweener being that 283 pounds. Uh, And what position does he play in the NFL? Like I said, with where he is, he's probably a defensive lineman. Yeah, you want to know um, a little secret about the Broncos is they don't really need run-stopping defensive linemen. Um, because they're in a division that does not run the ball. Yeah, that's a really good. They'll point. probably run the ball more than anyone else in the division this year, and still have a quarterback who's top ten in pass attempts. It's a really good point. Because you look, Austin Eckler, he he actually is a really good running back, like running the ball. Mm-hmm. But come on, he's a freaking dangerous and threat. Justin Herbert out of the throws it like fifty field. times Ex- a game. Exactly. Mahomes, I don't need to say <clears throat> anything else. Yep. And then Derek Carr. What did they do this offseason? They didn't help their running game. They helped their passing game. Yep. And and it'll probably be close between the Raiders and the Broncos who yeah. runs the ball the most. Um, but even if you're getting gashed by Austin Eckler, they still won't run the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying here is the tweener thing doesn't really worry me that much. Get pass rushing defensive linemen. Teach them how to defend the run when they need to. And if it's a weakness of yours, it's really not going to be that big of a deal on the whole you know and if you you know if you give up a rushing touchdown then russell just go throw one and get it right back man is this a way to kind of not make this the bradley chubb draft because you could draft him and say he's a defensive lineman a defensive end and then if bradley chubb doesn't work out or i wouldn't want them to do this but i wouldn't be shocked if bradley chubb gets hurt and they move him to outside linebacker Mm. and then we're in the same conversation that we've had possible it's possible. Um, I want to. We should actually add to these graphics the RAS score. Mm. I need to know. <laughs> I mean, they, he's very athletic. Yeah, he's huge and, so the and athletic. Po- the potential's there. He's fast, quick mm-hmm. first step. I'd guess it's really high. Yeah. Um. So I like this guy. Yeah, I, I do too. Kind of suck. This is hard. Um, talking about 
these day two day late day two day three prospects and getting really excited about them it's very true because usually we don't get excited about them until they're already picked right exactly Uh, we talk a lot about the first round picks we know everything about you know the guys who are going to go in the top 20 and then we get really excited over them and kind of react to whoever is taken later you know obviously our draft guys know a lot more and they spend a lot of the year diving into this stuff but it is weird like logan hall would have never been on our radar in no. another draft. No, he certainly would have been. But 6'6", 280. We'll see if he is this year. Yep, absolutely. Now should we hop into the questions? Looks yes. like uh, the people want to be heard in Super Chats. We've got four Super Chats today. I love it. First one coming in from the homie Brian. He says, here for the vibes, boys. Uh, one, let's go Mace. Two, let's go Air Raid. See you in the Super Bowl, RK. Ah, yes. Here we go. How you feeling? Me, well, it's not Super Bowl yet. Yeah. Uh, me versus Hank yeah. in the NFC Championship game. Love this uh, this outcome because um, even if I lose to Hank, I would still be happy for him. Really? Yeah. Wow. In the moment? Um, Probably, yeah. Wow. It sounds honestly like you're conceding before the game. You're building the excuses in before the game's even started. No, I'm just, uh, I'm, I have five rings. I'm at peace with my career. Wow. That's not the Tom Brady approach. No. Nope. He says more, yep. more, more. Uh, you know, um, some, I, I want it, wow. but if I don't get it, it's okay. So you're, what I've learned is you're very nice, but you've also gone soft. RK's Maybe. Gone soft. When I lost it to me in the Super Bowl last year, I was like, he was better than me. <laughs> but you you find not even making it to the Super Bowl. We'll see. According to Pat Sertan, the Broncos' goal is to get to the Super Bowl this year. I don't like that. It doesn't even sound like your goal, which I don't even like. I don't even have any goals. Wow. I'm just playing. <laughs> it sounds like you should retire. Don't <laughs> I probably retire. should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but Brian, man, that guy, I don't know if you've watched his games. Yes. He just hucks it. He does. And it works out yeah, a lot uh, of the time. Josh Allen to Jalen Waddle. I've always wondered why the Bills haven't gotten Josh Allen a true speed deep threat. Like, <sighs> Stephon Diggs is obviously an incredible right, receiver. Right. But just give him a straight line guy. Just get a 4 2 guy? Yep. Yeah, that Diggs makes sense. Like does he? Yeah, he's mad fast. I'd have to see that. So he had, yeah, I thought he was a bigger guy. I mean, I guess that's the reason why he was able to get three touchdowns. Yeah. I got it. Will, will someone Google his 40 time for me? He doesn't look that fast. No, he. Did, I didn't think he was that fast. But, I mean, that's 4-3 guy. That's, you know, essentially he might as well be a 4-6 guy in, in today's day of age. Okay, 4-5-4, four, four, okay. Four, yeah. Okay, there we yeah. go. I mean, he's yeah. Cortland Sutton. Yeah, exactly. Fat, you know, same same. It's not KJ Hamler speed. No, that's what, that's what they haven't given him. Just no? Run straight and he'll throw it further than the defense can go. Man, that you're so right. Yep. That makes so much sense. Tyquan Thornton, maybe. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Stephon Diggs as Kale's pulling it up. 44640. Yep. Fast, but that's Fast, it. This guy is actually probably Isaiah. Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, yeah. He yep. doesn't even get the ball vertically. No, he he doesn't. Luis coming in with two super chats. Thank you, Luis. He says, fact or fiction, the Broncos are winning a Super Bowl in the next two to three years. Fact. I'm going to say fiction just on the other side of that. If you would have said two to four, four years, I just – this team, it's obviously built to win now, but it's not – you're not getting nervous if they don't have a Super Bowl in three years because then they're going to be having those first-round picks that are playing and contributing uh, from after the Russell trade in right around three or four years from now. So that's when I'm saying – again, the Super Bowl window is open now, but that's when it's going to be like, okay, got to happen. You know I'm big on vibes, and I just think the Broncos have or have the best vibes in the NFL. 
the vibes in the building are fantastic. Exactly. It, they are. And I think that's going to end up being really powerful. I think I think you're right. And that first year bump, we know the first year bump is huge for quarterbacks going new places. Going for three years straight of a quarterback in their new spot winning the Super Bowl. And not only the good vibes he brings, but the good vibes that Nathaniel Hackett brings. 100%. I mean, even just seeing him last night, it's bummed for him that he didn't make that opening shot. It clearly yeah. meant a lot to him. He was yeah. shooting warm-up free throws. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I could see he was really nervous right before he shot it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think it was Scott Hastings who said, like, once those nerves kick in, that <laughs> ball gets on a string. Um, but uh, he's so fun. You saw him, like, chopping it up with Peyton. Yep. He had Peyton laugh, like, yep. full-on belly laughing. Yep. He did. He did. And he's a great guy. He's yep. a great guy to be around. For sure. Luis again says, George Payton is almost as good at GM as I am on Madden with the salary cap off. Wow. <laughs> I've, you turn the salary cap off. You turn trade force trades on. I'm pretty good too. I don't even need that. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one here uh, from Adam Wheaton on twenty dollars super chat. Thanks so much. And all he says is thanks for all you do. Wow, well, thank you, Adam. We really appreciate you tuning in and really appreciate the super chat. Hell yeah, thank you so much. All right, let's jump into the questions from the website. Of course, you can leave your questions over on the dnvr.com and we'll get to them every day first one coming in from talking schmidt says what up guys great pod yesterday and i think rk was thinking about shaq thompson as the two-way player from washington finally got to it. Finally got but to i it. could be wrong no you were right my question to you today is how many yards do you think javante williams will rack up his total career what good stat question for you guys have a great day and go broncos his whole career Whew, that is tough I don't know. Give me the career numbers of like a good running back. So who are we talking about? What's good? I don't know. I have no idea like what the longevity is. Are we talking Clinton Portis or is that Would, too? Wouldn't good? you say like a, a thousand yard average per year over like eight nine years is really good? Yes, that's really good. I was thinking a ten thousand yard career would be fantastic. Right, and that but uh, running backs just aren't playing that long anymore. How good of a running back was Clinton Portis? Like, not just this two years with the Broncos when we know he was exceptional. How Fantastic. good do you think his career would be? Fantastic? Yes. 9,923 That's kind of what I thought. So, how Can many he, years did he play? He played in, I believe, nine years. Okay. That's like the... Yeah. 1,000 yards a year, yep. nine years. He's not like a instant Hall of Famer or anything like that. He's really, really good. The thing is... Running back shelf life has gone down since then. Yeah. So I'm going to say for Javante, 7,000 career rushing yards would be fantastic. Okay. And that would be fantastic. I'm I'm going to go the 10. I'm going to say he gets it. I'm going to say Russell Wilson. Nah, it's, I mean, it is stupid to say that with shelf life. But I'm going to say Russell Wilson really helps him. And he helps Russ. He uh, takes the pressure off Russ when he needs it. and takes and, the, and the he load really, off of him, too. And he really takes the load off Javante. Which is another reason why I'm not too concerned about running back depth. Right. But, I mean, look at this. Clinton Portis, middle second-round pick. Javante Williams, mid-second-round pick. Both had really good rookie years. Obviously, Clinton wasn't sharing carries, so he got to have the stats. But I got to see Javante have dominant games like Clinton Portis did. It's true. Yep. He's got to take over. Yep. I mean... 225 yards and four touchdowns against the Chiefs. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Yeah. That's different, different animal type of stuff. 
Do you think he'll get that, though? Because obviously we know TD had that compliment to John Elway, and he was able to get the stats even with a great quarterback. But that was when John, the team wasn't relying on John like they had in the past. It's just a different world. At least initially, man, they're going to be relying on Russ, and they're going to want to make Russ happy by letting him throw the ball. What's going to be amazing, though, is if Russ is able to get teams into nickel and dime packages Mm. and Javante is able to just run over defensive backs trying to tackle him in the box man we think we've seen some angry runs now exactly take 100 pounds off the people out there (laughs) when he's going up against slot corners totally yikes and that's that you know that's the fun chess match that the Broncos get to play now yep um and that they really haven't been able to do and you don't have a quarterback that puts fear into people all of a sudden you know Russ starts carving up a team they have to change what they want to do bring out a much lighter package you know take put in pass rushing edges uh and Javante's gonna eat man if it's flipped who are you taking on the Broncos defense if they have to tackle Javante is Randy Gregory taking him down probably i don't know okay so so go to you go to linebackers josie jewel taking him down yes okay so then uh, k1 williams probably not okay so that's where <laughs> yeah. it gets to you get yeah, outside I mean, the front seven guys he i mean no one really tackled him on their first attempt last no year. it's so true it's so true it, it's it's like nick chubb in madden yes very you, much so it doesn't matter who you're touching him with you're not tackling him first one He's getting off. Yep. yep. You got to just slow him down for the next exactly. guy. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and he led the league in broken tackles per carry. Yep. Yep. Just his first year. And yep. he was splitting carries again. Yep. The only thing I'll say is he got, he also, I think he actually led the league in yards after contact per carry. Okay. Maybe not broken tackles per carry, although the, he the might have done broken tackles both. were right up there. Um, the problem with that is it, often means you're getting hit in the backfield (laughs) that is true yep not a good sign for your offensive lineman right if you get hit one yard behind the line and you gain three yards that's four yards after contact yeah it's true now draymond jones yesterday said as a defensive lineman like yeah i i I like playing the run but i love rushing the passer i love pinning my ears back and it's kind of flipped for the broncos where defensive linemen now are going to have to think maybe pass first for the Broncos when they attack them. So they'll be a little caught off guard when it is a handoff. And the exact same thing that I was talking about as the Broncos not needing run-stopping players, really. Uh, and obviously you need it a little bit, but not. it doesn't have to be as much of a priority. You got DJ Jones, you're good. The Broncos can take advantage of that with the rest of the division. Right, right. Because they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller on their defensive sides. And, of course, you're going to want to use Russell Wilson, but Javante should be able to just carve that up. There should be a cup. Now, let Russ cook, do whatever you need to to make him happy and throw the ball. But there should be a couple of games where Javante takes over. 175 rushing yards. You just expose the hell out of a defense. And that is the most demoralizing thing, especially because then you go the other way. Start committing resources to stop Javante. Play action Boom. over the top. Boom. Yep, exactly. Jordan Andrews chimes in and says, My boys, RK, brutal loss for the Nugs last night. Down 3-0, I have little faith. Unless Jamal Murray can come back and immediately contribute like he did in the bubble. He shouldn't come back. And uh, there's the stat. No team has come back from 3 no team had ever come back from two, uh, three ones. It's true. It's true. So if there's anyone that can do it, But also that team had Jamal Murray. I also think uh, this is the most winnable game, game four. Now, it's easy for me to say, knowing that they've 
lost three straight games. I think last night um, was the most winnable. I think they're just going to be, and maybe it is, but I think they're going to be playing the most free that they've played. And, man, you see the way they just they just got so tight in the last four minutes. They were on that run from, what, seven minutes till four minutes left in the game where they, they were great. Yeah. And then Two huge missed open threes. Yeah, and then it was just they, they tightened up. And the Warriors, unfortunately, I hate the Warriors, but the Warriors are just so used to clutch situations yeah. where they weren't tight. When it was tied, I think it was three minutes and 30 seconds left. It was tied. I was like, it's going to take a miracle because all of these guys are primetime players. They've yep. all been in the, in much bigger situations than this. Yep, unfortunately. Yep, uh, but he goes on and says, fellas, what are you hearing about Melvin Gordon's status as a Bronco next year? Is that somebody they will address after the draft if they get a stud running back like Kenneth Walker? <laughs> Let's Kenneth. ride. Um, I don't know. I, like I've said before, I don't necessarily even want Melvin back. Um, so we'll see what happens. But the Broncos definitely aren't getting Kenneth Walker. No, they're not getting Ken. And that honestly isn't the best use of their resources. Not even uh, – it would be actually a pretty bad use of their resources. Yeah, it, it, re- it really would be because uh, this is Javante's time to feast. And Kenneth Walker's going in the first round. Right, exactly, exactly. So let Russ cook and let Javante feast. Exactly. Yep. Last one here from Omaha. If Russell Wilson pans out in the way we all believe he will, then you guys are bang on and saying you got to lock up the pass rushers now. With an improved offense, there will be more pass rush opportunities this season, leading to career numbers for both Jones and Chubb. Locking them up early should be akin to locking up Sutton and Patrick. Last year, I would have agreed until I heard <laughs> George Payton. <laughs> yeah. Bradley Chubb is not getting signed up early. And locking Bradley Chubb up is a guy. Are are you willing to to pay him fourteen million dollars for five years with his injury history right now, going into a year where he has to prove it? I'll go back to what I just said. I would have said yes <laughs> before I heard George Payton talk right. today. George Payton today told me the only way Bradley Chubb is coming back is if he plays really well. And as we know, the better he plays, the actually yeah. tougher it will be to bring him back. They really aren't convinced at all. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll see what happens, but it's not happening. Draymond, that I could see. Pay. Was he asked about Draymond at all? He was there? not. Okay. No, no. But that's the next guy that we should ask him about. Yep. And I think he would give the Justin Simmons answer yeah, or right, the right. Cortland Sutton answer. The Man. And maybe that's a, a good question for the end of the draft presser that we have with him because then we'll get to see within an eight-day span how different the answers were. Mm, like it. Write it down. I, I don't want to do that to George, but it needs to be done. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's not, it's not doing anything to him. It's yeah. just asking another it's question true. about it's a play. True. It's true. It'll just, it, it'll expose yeah how he feels a little bit but he already did that in my opinion yeah i agree totally agree all right uh anything else that's it oh Oh, love it see that's why i ask i can't wait to see judy hit with the ball in stride dangerous man i thought he was talking about he wants to see judy get hit (laughs) after a catch i was like who is coming in here oh no i i think he just means you know jerry judy is a freak in the open field and we just haven't seen it at all. Yeah. I mean, really not at all. Like, there's maybe two highlights of him as a Bronco running with the ball in his hand. Yeah. And one of them was a 90-yard touchdown. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. And the other one, like, he, like, switched field, went back the other way. It was sick. Um, that'll happen a lot this year. It will. I, I completely agree. And I think Judy, over anyone, can capitalize the most off Russ. Are you maybe someone KJ. who reads into like social media stuff and just how much things are being posted. 
Like from Jerry Judy's account? No, like the Broncos continue to post oh, Rust to Judy, Rust yeah, to Judy, Rust do. to Judy. They, I think you should. Absolutely. I think that's a vibe check of what's going on in the building. Okay. All right. I think it's um, it's a trying to make someone happy. Thing. You know who else? Ah, I see. I see <laughs> that. You know who else they've been posting a lot is uh, KJ Hamler. I haven't noticed that. They've been, they've literally been posting like his vibe, like uh, KJ in the sunglasses, KJ right, in another pair of sunglasses, right. KJ in a third pair of sunglasses. They just love KJ in he's sunglasses. Like, he's like the Bones Island of right, the team. Exactly. Yep. 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 Love Get it. Him on the show. I would love that. Yeah. I would love yeah. That. Maybe we'll work on that. All right, that is going to wrap it up for us today. Appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, It is Friday, so that means we're going to have the weekend off. We'll catch you guys back here on Monday. Hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube on your way out. You can, of course, always subscribe to the channel and even sign up for alerts to know every single time we go live. But for now, that wraps it up. Have a great weekend. Let's ride. Roll out the truck and took a country drive.